Welcome inside Biscuits, Brews, and Ball Podcast, episode number five, here on February the 5th, 2022. Jack Withrow and Brian England. So glad to have everybody joining us here for episode number five. We're here. Let me turn you up first. Now you go. Oh, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're here. There we are. Awesome. It's always something new with me. It's okay. But uh, again, February 27, 2022, if you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, I believe it's on Apple Podcasts now. I think so. Yeah. I think I clicked the right buttons. There's a lot of us Apple Podcast listeners. So that's I know. Where I, I, know. I wanted to make from. sure I got it right. Got a... It was tricky for me. Yeah. I'm techno- technologically challenged. You're really not, though, comparatively. You're really not. Dude, I really work hard at it. Yeah. I mean, I'm 51 years old. And you're learning every day, aren't you? <laughs> I always learn something. Yeah. But uh, I stay busy, and I learn something new every day. And I usually learn because I fail at what I'm doing. So It's a good way to learn. It is. It's um, the best way it's to like, learn. Uh, I had a, um, my oldest son. He was, I think he was around two years old at the time. We were at Christmas at my aunt's house. That we always went to, and they had a fireplace downstairs. One of those inserts that got hot, mm-hmm. and when you touch it, it doesn't feel good. And, you know, and he touched it one time, and that was it. So, yeah, he learned from that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a that's a tough way to learn, but he learns. Pain so. has a way of teaching us lessons. Yep. So, how was your week? My week was great. Uh, yeah. We stay busy. So well, I know that. We had a uh, house. Really busy week with yeah. the with the family and the and the high school and businesses and a little bit of sports. So you teaching still at St. Albans High School? That's right, academic coach. Academic coach, yep. always a coach. Working on uh, helping some of these freshmen and sophomores at St. Albans that are struggling a little bit, trying to keep them on track, give them a yeah. little kick in the rear, a little extra level of accountability, and a little bit of love. So they need a lot of love. Yeah, some of them do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's the beautiful thing about the position is you can interact with kids and feel, you know, yeah. it's to make an attempt every day at, at making a, being a positive influence in the those kids' lives. So um, there's a lot of good people at St. Albans High School, I tell you, Jack. Well, there's a lot of good people everywhere at all our high schools. Yeah. And um, underrated. I always tell you guys, and I've told you this before, you guys are underpaid <laughs> uh, for what you do because I could never do that um, and underappreciated too yeah. at times. But, yeah, um, um, but I don't think anybody – You don't get into teaching. Gets into teaching for, for the pay or the appreciation. Right. I don't think anybody – that cross doesn't cross anybody's mind, yeah. most, most people anyways. Um, so I think, you know, it's definitely – there are struggles, but there are struggles in every job. I mean, you've got struggles in your job, and yep. healthcare workers have struggles in their jobs. And my wife's a real estate agent. I've seen some struggles in her, oh, yeah. especially the dog eat dog world that we're in with this market now. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, there there are struggles in everything you do in life, and we've talked about it on here. It's how you react mm-hmm. to the uh, roadblocks and right. adversity in life is re- really what defines you. And especially in you, you guys, because um, there's a lot of kids' eyes looking at you guys when adversity hits. Right. And you've been a coach. Um, so a lot of experience that 
you have with that, but I think you've done a wonderful job. Thank you. Um, everywhere you've been. Yeah. Well, I've followed you along every sub- step of the way. Subject that. That's in a <laughs> subjective opinion, but like <laughs> it is, but it's my opinion. Yeah, that's right. And I have the mic. It's appreciated. So, yeah, but yeah, I've had a busy week as well. Um, you Monday do? I had uh, nitro at Poca. Um, boys basketball, um, a rivalry game. Oh yeah, we'll get into some rivalry games here this this past week. Nitro won the first one. Nitro won the first one. They played a box and one, I believe, on and could have, you know, shadowed McNeely everywhere, and it worked. Yeah, the first time. The first time. Mm-hmm. And so before the game, of course, I was announcing for video productions. And by the way, we're at the Generations Physical Therapy Studio here in Hurricane, West Virginia. It's a beautiful facility. It's awesome. Uh, attached to Snap Fitness. And if you've never been in a Snap Fitness, they're great. Always clean. Like, almost too clean. That's key. <laughs> yeah, too clean because it makes you want to clean after you, after you get done lifting. <laughs> but anyway, back to what uh, I was talking about, the Nitro um, poker game. So before the game Monday night, I was talking to Austin Lowe, head coach at Nitro. I was like, you know that boxing one worked the first time. He's like, yeah. I was like, you're going to try it again, aren't you? He said, worked the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, well, let's just hope it works again. And I said, well, don't be number 700. Uh-huh. Know, we were joking with around. Yeah. He said, I don't plan on it. And I said, he said, but uh, I think that number 10's got uh, other ideas for us. But lo yeah. and behold, I, I thought they did a good job on McNeely. Um and guarding him, they kept him to, I think, 12 points, yeah. um, which is below his average. But Jackson, Tony stepped up for Poca. He's so underrated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love watching that kid yeah. play basketball. Yep. And uh, so he came out. He scored 21 points. But yeah. he was key at the beginning of that game for yeah. them. Um, two points for McNeely in the first half. Uh, and then 10 in the second. But uh, and Jackson, Tony stepped up. And did what he could do, 21 points for him, and they got the victory. That's right. So that was a rivalry game, so they split that. Um, and then you were at a rivalry game. I was. On Friday night, one that you're very familiar with. Yeah, Winfield uh, Hurricane. Winfield and Hurricane. Coached in uh, 12, whew, 12 regular season between being a head coach and an assistant and then a few in the postseason. On top of that, uh, as the head coach at Winfield and an assistant at Winfield at the time. So, yeah, man, uh, I'll be honest with you. It's one of the best rivalries around. I mean, there's yeah. there's rivalries. I mean, we got, you know, we got Poca Nitro. We got Poca Winfield. We got Poca – or we got St. Albans and, or Nitro. We got GW South Charleston, mm-hmm. GW Capital, mm-hmm. you know, Morgantown University. This is up there with them in the state, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And, and I, I can say that because I've lived it. And I've seen these other rivalries as well. But yeah. the energy in the building for a Winfield Hurricane game is, is next level for high school basketball in West Virginia. Yeah. Student sections are into it. Uh, bragging rights on the line. Uh, barstool accounts just chomping at the bit to tweet. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I got sent a few of those <laughs> after the game. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, one of my favorite stories of my involvement with Winfield Hurricane was we were playing Hurricane and a lot of respect for, for Lance Sutherland, their head coach, but um, we were playing Hurricane. Um, it was a chippy game. Okay, let's just say that. Like when is it not? There may have been a punch or two thrown. 
Um, there may have been somebody kicked out. There may have been some, you know, back and forth. Uh, student sections were getting after it. The game was tight. Sounds like Wyoming East and um, right. West Side. Uh, the, the game was tight. The student sections were, were into it. And, and, you know, the players were, were giving it their all. And unfortunately, we were on the, the wrong side of this one. But uh, we were down two, I believe. Yeah. And I called a timeout game. late in yeah. the game. It was, you know, just a few seconds left. And um, called a timeout. Um, and during the timeout, we were drawing up a side out of bounds play to hopefully tie the, tie the game. Uh, we might have been down one, actually. I can't remember. It could have been a game winner. But um, lo and behold, and another part of a, the rivalry is the cheerleader flip off. <laughs> and so they take turns flipping, and the crowd gets into it and all this stuff. And well, we had a, an unfortunate incident, and luckily the both parties between the cheerleader and the referee were able to recover. But uh, the cheerleader flipped into the referee, Chris Chafin, standing at midcourt with his cohorts, Alan Settle, Pac-Man, and Jim Lieber. Yep. She hits she hits Chafin's face with her feet yeah. going pretty, pretty fast. She was into it. And Chafin hits the ground like – Joe Frazier did when George Foreman knocked him <laughs> out. And the ball goes rolling. The whole crowd's gasping. I'm trying to draw up a play. The the JV kids in the back of the huddle are not focused on what I'm trying to draw up. Yeah. The yeah. ball goes rolling, and Alan Settle goes walking after the ball instead of worrying about his <laughs> buddy who's knocked out in the middle of the didn't court. Didn't even check on poor Chafe. <laughs> and I've, I've relived this one with uh, – We got with, it on video, with too. With Lieber and, and Chafin and, and Alan Settle. I've relived it. It's hilarious. But um, I'm you know thankful that nobody really was hurt and everything. But uh, we get the ball tipped on the side out of bounds and don't get a clean look there. Yeah. and. We lost by two, but uh, that that event will go down in history as the two feet to the chafe, two feet to the face chafe, two feet to the face chafe. That's that's the nickname, and I hope he listens. <laughs> We're gonna have to get this clip to to him or Lieber or someone. Oh, but, they will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Down goes Frazier from yeah. Howard Cosell back in 1973 when George Foreman was just pummeling yeah. for the. Uh, for that world championship down in, I believe it was in Jamaica, is yeah. what I read. But Hurricane but, got the win yeah. this week, 65-58. Yeah. Um, that was a bit of an upset. It was. Um, they've they've had, you know, tough tough go at it this year, but they were battling, and they played hard, and they have a seven-footer, and they have a point guard that can make plays. and Jones. Uh, yeah, yep. Jones is a point oh, yeah. guard. And, and um, uh, so, yeah, it was a very entertaining game. and Gabe you know, Benny. Teal. That's right. Six foot eleven, senior. Every bit of six foot eleven. Yeah, and you tell. I tell you what. That, that you know when he first came on the scene, um, I don't think he could dribble a basketball. No, he came a long way. He has come a long way. He really has. Um, yeah. They've done a really good job with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, always a great rivalry when those two schools get involved. Um, I say this about another rivalry here in college. Um, in the valley between West Virginia State and Charleston. It's like when these two teams get together, and this happens, you know, South Charleston, GW, um, you know, Wyoming East, West Side, uh, Logan, Chapmanville. It used to be the Logan Williamson back in the day. Uh, 
if they were just competing to grow grass, people would come and fill up a stadium and watch the grass That's grow. That's right. So it's either going to grow green, it's going to go red here in, <laughs> in Putnam County. Yeah. Uh, but those are always fun, almost a social event anymore, uh-huh. because especially here in Putnam County, and I know it's like this in other communities, but they just they know each other so well. And, you know, we live amongst each other here in, in Taze Valley and Winfield area. Right. So it's almost like a social event, but uh, it's when the ball goes up in the air, it's 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 back to a rivalry. It is so, and it's fun. Yep. So, and I hinted on the state UC game and rivalry, excuse me, but those two teams got together at Institute on Saturday and uh, played basketball. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot on the line in the Mountain East Conference yeah. for those two teams, both both women and men. Uh, the women for UC defeated the women of uh, West Virginia State in the first game. So UC's women are now number two seed in the conference tournament coming up this coming week in Wheeling. And I can't remember what state. And they may have dropped down to fifth. I, I can't remember. May, well, let me look it up. Technology. I can look things up. Women's basketball tournament. Let's see. West Virginia State. Wow, they dropped clear down to seventh. Okay. So they play on day one on March 2nd at noon. That's coming up. Yep. Um, Wednesday. That's the very first game of the tournament. They played Davis and Elkins. Um, You can watch that game on Mountain East Conference TV. And then at 2.30, I'll be on the call up there for Alderson Broadus and Wheeling University at 2.30 for the women's game. And then later that night on that first day, these are kind of play-in games. Um, it'll be Alderson Broadus, the seven seed for the men, and Davis and Elkins, the ten seed, at six o'clock. And then I'll be on the call once again that night, an eight thirty matchup between Glenville State and Wheeling University. So Chris Richardson, Charleston boy, yep. is head coach at Wheeling University, and I love what he's doing up there. He's got a he's passionate. Yes, got a couple Charleston kids up yep. there with William yep. Gabbert. Well, mm-hmm. Greenbrier County slash Charleston. Yeah, played at GW before and he transferred to Greenbrier East. And uh, Zion Suddeth, mm-hmm. Charleston Catholic. Um, so, yeah, well, we talked about this in a previous episode. And then on the other side, Glenville State's got um, um, what, uh, Gus Eddie. Yep. So many Eddies that I almost called him Katie Eddie. <laughs> Kate can play some soccer. Kate can play some soccer, yeah. That's right. And, uh, of course, his older brother played down at uh, Elon. Luke. Mm-hmm. Yep. So also um, had a sister. Luke, it's too. not not Canal Valley, but uh, Luke LaRose. Right. Um, had a lot of experience with Luke, mm-hmm. you know, playing. Yeah. Shady Springs got some kids that play on that Glenville State team. Tommy Williams. Mm-hmm. So they'll be up there. The Mountain East Conference basketball tournament starting on Wednesday. You can watch the first day on MEC TV. And then Metro News takes over on Thursday to clear through the championships on Sunday afternoon for the Mountain East Conference. Um, of course, West Liberty, the top team in the men's. And on the other side for the girls or women, um, Glenville State, the number one team in the nation. Got to see them here yeah. this past week in Charleston. And that was a good game. Yep. Charleston gave them a good game. Um, I think they pulled away there. It was, I mean, Charleston was ahead there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, but man, Glenville State, they just – it's hockey line changes for them. I mean, and it's constant. 
um, I think it was like, it, it was under 30 seconds to start the game. And she already had five subs. She wasn't the, happy with the, the start then. No, that's just what they do. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, can it's see constant that. line change. And I, I said it on the broadcast to my partner, Michael Schultz. I'm like, that's got to be hard because UC's playing man-to-man defense all the time. So you're guarding one girl. Well, bam, she goes out and another girl. Who, you got to communicate. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. That, that does create some. You're like, some I got 11, but where did 11 go? Oh, she just went out and yep. somebody. So it's, it's mentally tough that's on tough the other teams. Especially when the, the, the pace of play is at a high level. Yeah. You know, and, and you're constantly having to guard and transition and figure out who your man is. And that's, that's definitely tough. And you got five in, five out. And it's, yeah. a, it's a big undertaking to communicate and cover that defensively for sure. You ought to call it as a play-by-play guy trying to get all those girls. <laughs> yeah. You never know who's in there. So I know it's tough on the other team yep. to, to figure out who they've got, especially when playing man-to-man. But, you know, Coach Stevens does a great job at, at Glenville State. Um, Kim Stevens. Um, so they're the number one team on the women's side. Again, UC is the two seed on the women's side. And then West Liberty on the men, their last – Ranking was number two in the nation. So they're always up there. They're they're really good, too. And they kind of play the, almost the same style. They up-tempo, yeah. press you, yeah. um, 40 minutes, nonstop. So they want to try to get turnovers and, and score and transition. I believe the MEC is one of the best offensive conferences in Division Two right now. Yeah. Um, I was talking about that with a fellow basketball fan the other day. Uh, but – that's pretty cool, you know, considering it's a, you know, the Mountain State Conference, you know, yeah. a lot of West Virginia teams in it. So, um, a lot of West Virginia players, players in it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, Dan and Tony would be proud. Hillbilly ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. That's what I tell people. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's coming up uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, the Mountain East Conference, and another piece of information that was released uh, today is a Mountain State Conference, or Mountain State Athletic Conference, released their, uh, or announced their seven-on-seven tournament for June, this coming June. And, of course, they used to have the Gridorama at um, uh, Laley Field, UC Stadium at Laley Field now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they announced the sites. You can go to msacwv.com and all the information on the upcoming sites for the 7-on-7 tournament they have. they got regional sites um, on June the 14th, 16th, and 18th is the dates. Um, June 14th um, at regional sites, Huntington High School, South Charleston, Capitol High School, and Hurricane High School are those four regional sites. And all the Mountain State Athletic Conference teams, of course, are invited, plus they invite some other schools outside of the conference to participate. And then on Thursday, June the 16th at 4 p.m. at St. Albans High School, uh, this is MSAC teams only. There's a seven-on-seven and lineman competition. And then on Saturday, June the 18th at noon up at Riverside, um, they have the finals of that seven-on-seven from the regional sites, plus um, the top two teams of the lineman activities will participate. And then they've got a quarterback receiver challenge 
So that's the new format. They've got away from um, the preseason. Uh, Ritorama is what they called it. Um, and now they've went to this here in June to kind of put these at uh, the local high school sites. Yeah. And so the, the coaches are – the coaches in the uh, MSAC are, are, are very much in favor of this change. Yeah. Um, obviously – I don't think they were a huge fan of, of having to beat up on each other when they're getting ready to play each other throughout the season, you know, and um, risk injury and that kind of thing. So yeah. this this allows them to get somebody else in a scrimmage and, you know, um, still compete against each other. Conference gets to raise a little money and that kind of thing. So that's yeah. definitely, uh, definitely a win-win, I believe, and the football coaches are pretty happy from what I understand. So that is coming up, and they announced that today. So, again, you can go to MSAC website at msacwv.com. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Biscuits, Brews, and Ball podcast with Jack Withrow and Brian England. Generations Physical Therapy has been the Tri-State's leader in physical therapy services for over 20 years. And now we have a convenient location right in the heart of the capital city of Charleston, just off I-64. With convenient parking and flexible hours, your access to physical therapy is second to none. Plus, Snap Fitness is also inside with two floors of gym equipment and sports enhancement training through A-Game Sports Performance. So whether you're needing hands-on physical therapy or looking to get results in our gym, our family's ready to help yours. Generations Physical Therapy and Snap Fitness. Multiple services, multiple locations. Experience you can count on. Welcome back inside the Biscuits, Brews, and Ball podcast. Jack Withrow alongside Brian England. It's a Sunday afternoon. Beautiful day here. Second great Sunday in a row, man. It is oh, beautiful man. outside. I had baseball today. I had a baseball game. That's awesome. Uh, University of Charleston opened up their um, home schedule this weekend with a three-game series with Pitt-Johnstown. And, of course, Pitt-Johnstown, they come in and they look just like Pitt. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got the same color scheme, the same logo, says Pitt. And, of course, me – a longtime WBU fan is over there going ESP, ESP. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. Anyway, so the whole time, it's a nine-inning game today. By the way, Youth, University of Charleston won. They took the series. They won two games. They split the uh, doubleheader yesterday and then won today, eight to four. So um, they've got a couple more weekends of out-of-conference play. Uh, they play Bluefield State at home next weekend at the WAC, and then they go on the road to Salem, and then they start uh, Mountain East Conference play at uh, here in a couple weeks at Alderson Bronis on that Saturday, and then Sunday over at Notre Dame in South Euclid, Ohio, up in Cleveland area. So baseball, softball underway for college, tennis, uh, outdoor track and field. So. 
All the spring sports are underway for college, high school, right around the corner. Cause what's Tomorrow. up next? Tomorrow. Yeah. But coming up, we're in postseason play here in West Virginia. That's right. For March boys Madness, and girls baby. basketball. Not March yet. So I'm not mad yet. We're still into February, but one more day. Yep. And the March Madness begins. As we take a look at the girls right now, finished up their sectionals, I believe. They're in regional play this week. The boys will start the sectional play. But um, in Quad A, of course, we got four classes now in the state of West Virginia for basketball. And what I hear, soon to be other sports. So get ready for that. Uh, but in basketball, uh, here locally, Region 3, you got Woodrow Wilson at Capitol. And George Washington has to go to the Greenbrier East. Pretty good Greenbrier East team. Yeah. Um, they've got a uh, – Stewart is her last name. I can't think of their first name, and I apologize. Um, one of my good friends is the athletic director at Greenbrier East. He's a South Charleston boy, graduated from South Charleston, played baseball. Um, so he's got a girl on that Greenbrier East team that's pretty good. But uh, So George Washington will go down there in that region three. Region four. Baby dog's a fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, Capital Midland and uh, – They'll go to Parkersburg South, which they beat Parkersburg. That was a big upset. Yeah, that was an upset. So that is coming up, Cabo Midland and Parkersburg South. And then Parkersburg has to go to Huntington. That's going to be a good game. Is that a re That's a rematch of the MSAC Championship. That's right. Which Huntington won, and Huntington is really good. They may have the player of the year, Deanna Gray. Gray, Graves, Gray. I think I got that name right. Uh, no, uh, the first name's right. But uh, that ought to be a good one down there. Um, as uh, kind of just scanning around, Ripley at Logan uh, in Region 4 in Class AAA, and then Nitro, the reigning Class AAA champions, will host Wayne. Huh. That'll be an interesting one. Wayne at 17 and 6. That'll be a tough one. Um, was defeated by Logan in that sectional championship. And Logan is 21-2, and two, but uh, that ought to be a good one there. Wayne at Nitro, um, just kind of looking around again. Uh, Buffalo, still playing basketball on the girls' side. They go to Ravenswood, uh, and then Roan County at Charleston Catholic. i got to give a shout-out to Buffalo girls right now. I've seen them play. Yeah, um, they got some, uh, I can tell you what, they got a little bit of a coaching staff, too. Yeah, uh, I think Pat McGinnis, champion, state champion coach, boys side of Winfield High School. Yeah, assistant coach, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, does Bud Let help out a little bit? I don't know. Somebody you know, I, I, I watched a them legend. play down at St. Joe earlier this year. I never looked at the bench, at the coaches. So that's news to me. I didn't even know Pat McGinnis was on the staff down there. Oh yeah. So, yep. kudos to them. But on the boys' side, we've got sectional play starting. And, of course, locally, here in Region 4, Section 2, Hurricane at Parkersburg South. That's going to be a tough for a hurricane. 
Yeah, South is rolling right now. Just yeah. came off a win against George Washington. Yep. Uh, they're they're playing well. Um, of course, Coach Fallon. I mean, had him in what six or seven six straight state tournaments, and then Brett Rector took him to yeah. one. Well, the the tournament COVID got canceled, got but canceled, you know yeah. they they would have been there. And then uh, last year was their first year in quite some time that they had been eliminated in sectionals. But it seems like they're back on track this year, and uh, I'd say they're they're primed and ready to go for this postseason. Yeah, um, these games are uh, Tuesday. I believe, in quad, quad A. You say quad A or four A? A lot of people say quad. I say four just because I'm from North Carolina and we use the one A, two A, three A, four A lingo. So okay, so either or tomato, tomato. Yeah. So you got that going um, in Region Four, and then Parkersburg at St. Albans. So St. Albans will host the Big Reds. Um, on Tuesday, so big game coming up for the Red Dragons. Parkersburg uh, won the, the regular season matchup. Um, from what I understand, they're down a couple starters uh, from that time. Yeah. Um, so a little bit different team. Uh, St. Albans has been playing really well. Um, did take a loss to Scott there at the end of the regular season. Mm -hmm. Scott's obviously got a good team this yeah. year. They've been playing well. So, But, yeah, Parkersburg um, at St. Albans, I would say – the way that uh, St. Albans has been playing, it'll be a little tough for Parkersburg. But, you know, it's the postseason. You never know what may happen. Um, but, yeah, that, that section, obviously, two Parkersburg schools, Hurricane and St. Albans, is, is uh, I won't say a toss-up because I think South is probably the favorite. But, um, you know, right now, um, looking into to the section, I'd say St. Albans and Parkersburg South are probably favored there. Region three, um, Riverside at George Washington in section one, and then South Charleston in Capital, and for the third time, you hate to see this, I know, but it's the way it is. So you got to deal with it. Um, but one of those two teams will play one game and they'll be done. And they they've been in that top six in four A mm -hmm. all year long. Yeah, and of course South Charleston and Capital split their regular season games. Both winning at on their home court, yeah. So, and I know that section's been like that for a long time. And yeah, years. St. Albans used to be in that section. Yeah, um, and that's tough. But you know, I, speaking to a South Charleston assistant coach uh, just the other day, uh, I think they'd like to see that section split up at some point, um, just because of the the uh, year in and year out three teams being in the top you know, five or six or seven in the state typically, you know, mm -hmm. and it just makes it tough. But um, no matter the circumstances, they've still got to go out there and play. And uh, I tell you what, there's a game that I would like to go to. It would be that one. I mean, yeah. it's going to be great atmosphere. Capitals gym gets super loud. Um, both coaches do a great job, have done a great job with their teams. Plethora of athletes on the court. You know, Wayne Harris, South Charleston, um, kind of controlling the, the show. Um, and then for Capital, um, you got uh, Anthony Hirsch, mm -hmm. you know, who's who's their primary ball handler. So it'll definitely be a uh, entertaining game and two good coaches going after it. And Kanawha Valley will be pretty interested in that result, I would say. Yep. Again, that's on Tuesday. 
March the 1st, uh, all these are 7 o'clock tip-offs. So, and then looking at class AAA, several local schools um, in, let's see, Region 3, Section 2. These are on Wednesday night, March the 2nd. We got uh, Midland Trail at Herbert Hoover, and then Sissonville goes to Nicholas County. Uh, Herbert Hoover's been playing well. They have, yeah. They've, they've really um, turned it on here in the last part of the season, and obviously, uh, you know, they have a lot of guys back from last year's state tournament team, so I look for them to make some noise here, especially in that region. Yep, and then um, Region 4 in Class AAA, you got Point Pleasant at Winfield, and then Nitro goes on the road to Ripley, and Nitro's struggling. Yeah. Um, here, yeah, that, that whole season. second, that but whole man, section. they're still dangerous. They still got the same players. Oh yeah, they've they've uh, they've got some guys that can definitely get it done. And mm-hmm. Ripley, uh, you know, has taken a step in the right direction this year. I've watched them play a couple times. Um, have a couple kids in the post that are just uh, real strong. Well, one kid that's real strong, and then they got a six six eight kid in the Johnson, and then um, obviously a couple guards that can really shoot the ball. So they play hard, um, and playing at Ripley is is is. Uh, it's always tough, you know. That gym, yeah. fans are kind of right on top of you. They got a great fan base following, a lot of pride there at Ripley High School. So that'll be an interesting matchup. And obviously, um, you know, Winfield they've been a little bit of a slide here in the regular towards the end of the regular season, but um, they're still um, very well coached. You know, Chris Stevens does a great job, in my opinion, one of the best coaches um, around, and um, obviously comes from a good bloodline with his dad Mel. Um, up at Willing Central, state champion coach there at Willing Central. So that's a tough, uh, that's a tough section there for uh, for those guys that are trying to get through Winfield for sure. Yep. And that section two um, is Lincoln County at Logan, and then Wayne at Scott. And we talked about Scott. Um, they beat St. Albans at St. Albans. That's a very good Scott team. Yeah. Uh, but a very good Logan team uh, in that uh, class AAA, of course. Logan and Shady Spring, um, I would say the favorite. Yeah, um, class Shady's another. Shady's are just a different beast right now. Yeah, I mean they're they're playing so well. Uh, such a fun style of basketball, man. They get up and down. They press. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of reminds you of West Liberty. It's like the high school version of West Liberty, and they got a ton of guys that can shoot. They're trying to get up and down the court. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Yep, with the Chapman brothers. Yep, how it plays Of course, their dad, Brian Chapman, from South Charleston. South Charleston another South Charleston connection. There you go. So, um, trying to recruit them to come to South Charleston. There you go. <laughs> well, you you can do that. Uh, That's they, a hot topic this week. Technically, Josh can't. But, you know, if this <laughs> this bill passes, uh, they, you, they get, these they kids can, can go anywhere yeah. they want to go. So, that's, that's uh, maybe something we'll talk about on another podcast. But, uh, of course, that's been introduced – believe in the house that's a house bill i believe so but uh, i think it passed the senate and it's heading to the house pretty okay. sure you know more about it than i do um but anyway um looking at uh double a and of course in double a your favorite i would think would be the dots of polka yeah i mean anytime you have a player like isaac mcneely and Obviously, we talked about the supporting cast around him. Uh, we did not uh, mention Toby Payne. Uh, obviously, Toby's a D1 athlete, uh, big, strong kid. Apparently, does 
what needs to be done to win games. And I believe he was mentioned in a article or a post here recently about his 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 crucial role within that team. But yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, Campbell that's Meeks does a good job. Campbell does a good guard. job of controlling the game and plays so hard, man. Yeah, such an does. unselfish kid. Great, great kid. Great family. Um, so yeah, Pokem, they're they're going to be tough. They're going to yep. be tough. That. Like we talked about in previous podcasts, they they've got one of the better defensive teams. So I don't care what what classification it is. Yep. So on the other side of that, um, um, Region Four in Class AA, of course, Polka's got Buffalo to start off with. Um, these are on Friday, March the fourth, and then uh, Roan County at Charleston Catholic. And there's another team that's playing well here lately too. It's Charleston Catholic. They got some kids off uh, from injury, I think. So that's yeah. helping out uh, Hunter up there at uh, up on the hill. So Roan County at Charleston Catholic um, on that side, and I was looking at something here. I can quickly look. Uh, St. Mary's is a team in uh, Class AA to look out for as well. They're playing playing good this year, but uh, also Williamstown. You can't I mean Williamstown seems like they're always there. Oh yeah. So, take a look at them. And then in Class A, um, they've already started uh, their sectionals. They always do that. Uh, I guess they got a little big. Yeah. A few more More teams. teams. So, um, Class A, I'm trying to look here for some local teams. Uh, Do we have any local teams in Class A? Buffalo's up in AA now. Yeah. Charleston Catholic's up in AA now. Yeah, you got Sherman and Van down in Boone County uh, in that region four. All those games are played at Willie Acres. That's neat. Uh, but the favorite there would be Man. Right, Man's um, been playing really well. They had a yep. had a pretty large win over Hurricane um, a few days ago, yep. prior to Hurricane playing Winfield. So, yeah, that's definitely a team to beat. Defending state champion, they lost. They lost their best player to a prep school and. Yeah. Virginia, but reloaded. And uh, lost another player over to Logan. To Logan. But they also received a couple players. Yeah. So yeah. Um, giveth and taketh the uh, transfer portal. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But yeah, um, you know, we talk about postseason play in high school basketball. Uh, I'll say this. And I went down to North Carolina to watch one of yeah. my former players this past week in the North Carolina State High School playoffs. And he transferred down to uh, one of my rival schools in Randolph County, North Carolina, in Asheboro. And goes to Southwest Randolph, um, coached by Matt Kaiser. And Matt was in my age. We grew up playing ball against each other. He played for Southwest Randolph, and he's his coach. Great guy. And I'm um, mm-hmm. just – could be more happy with the situation that that Sean Atkins, my former player, is in. Anyway, got to go down there and watch them play against Providence Grove, another county school down there, and they got the win. I believe it was only their second win in the uh, in the state playoffs uh, for Southwest Randolph. Um, but uh, comparatively, you know, I had a great experience growing up down there and playing high school basketball. But man, there's nothing like the state tournament in West Virginia. You know, it's just you get those eight teams in there and you bring the whole state into that Civic Center in Charleston. There's yep. a buzz. It's just another level of excitement, and it's special. I just, you know, it's it's definitely a dream come true for, you know, most coaches and kids and parents to, yep. to experience it. Um, and so it's kind of cool to see every year I go down there and watch and just see these kids living their dream out in that court in the Civic Center and 
just awesome to see, man. Yep. So looking forward to watching it again this year. Also in Class A, you got to look at James Monroe and Greater Beckley Christian, a um, couple of teams down in that Region 3. Uh, and then always, you mentioned him earlier, Mel Stevens, and um, Wheeling Central, always tough every year, yep. year in and year out. So, um, so that was a look at the upcoming r- sectional play for the boys and then the girls in regional play um, this week. And then um, here in two weeks, or no, after this, next week, I'm sorry, because the Mountain East Conference Tournament is this week. And then girls will be next week. Girls yeah. state basketball tournament starts next Tuesday. All county spring break next week as well. Woo-hoo. Is it? Yep. Too bad it's not on the boys. <laughs> I'd rather it be on the. I mean, I, 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 don't, you like, I okay. don't like the spring break being during the state tournament as it is, just okay. because I like those kids being able to get bust into the civic center That's and true. all those student sections being rowdy. Yeah. And even with the girls, they do it. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but That's it is true. what it is. I, you know, out That's of my true. control. Yeah. So. But um, went up to Morgantown yesterday, and uh, a close loss for the Mountaineers, but Josiah and I went up so he could see uh, future teammates, coaches. It was a good time. We had a good time. Um, Actually. See Texas and WU in action. Yeah. um, It was a good game. Uh, One point loss for WU, just not. Can't quite put it together this year, so um, but not the lack of effort. I mean, they play right. hard. Yeah, always. Um, but um, Ryan Pritt, the uh, Charleston Gazette Mail sports writer, he's also the beat writer for WU, rode up with me yesterday, and that's a that's a hard trip to make. <laughs> it is. I mean, going up seventy nine and watching a game, and then driving back, and usually um, Joe Sire or my other son Parker or somebody, another. Young man is with me, or even my wife sometimes, and they go, they fall asleep, and <laughs> it's just me. So it was good to have Ryan make the trip. Um, you know, I've, I've known Ryan for a while. Um, we're not, I wouldn't say we're great friends, good friends, but we're, you know, but it was good to, you know, to talk with him. Yeah. And we talked nothing. Well, I mean, everything was about sports. Yeah. And, um, so well, you can tell Ryan's very passionate about did, sports, he, yeah. and obviously his job with the yep. Gazette, and um, you know he does a great job. Ryan, Ryan does, and not afraid to not afraid to share his opinion. No, uh, which no. I appreciate. You know, yep. I mean, you put yourself out there a little bit, and one thing I know about Ryan, he's he's, he's respectful of other people's opinions as well, yep. and um, that, and he obviously uh, should be commended for that. Yeah, sure. He says, uh, you can give me your opinion all you want. Just um, don't call and cuss me or anything. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'll listen to you. Yeah. He said, but as soon as you start bad-mouthing me or something I've done, um, yeah. I'm hanging up on you. Well, I appreciate um, Brian and, and other sports. I mean, we know that the struggle of, of the current state of the paper, and the, the struggles yeah. in the current state of the, yeah. of the paper, you know, and that's just nationwide. It's not just at the Gazette yeah. Mail. But um just to see him continue to try to grind it out. And the, you know, those guys, for those that don't know, they've got limited resources. And, you know, they're, they're, they're not very well funded. The, the paper isn't as much anymore. And so, the, you know, obviously staffing has been a huge issue. But, you yeah. know, the guys that are in there are trying to do their best, and I appreciate that. So, Ryan, if you're listening, appreciate <laughs> your brother. <laughs> he does a great job. You can check him out, uh, Ryan Pritt, um, at Pit Pritt on Twitter, and then, of course, uh, support the local newspaper. 
I'm one of those guys, guys that still, I still buy a newspaper. wants to get the paper in my hand and drink coffee and read it. Yeah. And I'm 35, getting ready to turn 35. But I've been that way since I was a teenager. Old soul, but I just enjoy that. And I hope it never goes away. Yeah. So, again, Ryan Pritz, the um, Gazette Mail beat writer for W, does also cover um, prep sports here in the Canal Valley, does a wonderful job. Um, of course, uh, Rick Ryan retired, I yeah. think. But I still see him out there all the time. Yeah, he's doing so, some contracted work, I think, yeah. now. But uh, you know, I don't Rick's think he can ever retire. Right. Rick's been super good to me. Um, a lot of respect for Rick and the work he's done. And the, I mean, you, you do something for that long time and you stick with it, you should yeah. be committed for it. You like know? 40 plus years, I think. Yeah. So yeah. he's seen a lot and he's got some great stories. So yeah. hope he's enjoying his retirement and then getting out and seeing some games, yeah. obviously. But, um, so, but I had a good time with Ryan as we drove up and back from Morgantown, got to talk a lot of sports and things like that. But he did write an article about that. Um, um, uh, house bill, I believe. I don't know what it is. Um, talking about transfers, one-time yeah. transfer and things like that. And he put his opinion out there. Yep. Some people like it, some people won't. Um, but it's his opinion. And uh, so, but that's out there. So, again, that was a great time with him yesterday. Uh, anything else going on? I know we're sitting here drinking coffee because, you know, biscuits, brews, and yeah. ball. No, I don't have much going on. Uh, we got a little Canadian coffee today. Okay. Well, Tim Hortons action. Uh, Tim Hortons brought to me from Canada. Awesome. Not by a trucker. <laughs> no, no, not by a trucker. <laughs> I flew that in. Uh, Josiah's mom always, when they come down, um, Josiah's mom and dad from Canada. Uh, Josiah's always bring us, bring signed us. with W, by the yeah. way, for those that don't know. Uh, he's going to point W guard. to play basketball. Josiah Davis has lived with me for three years. Um, not just me, but Marianne and Parker and Stephen and our two dogs. Um, Bruno and uh, Willie. Dog dad. Dog dad, yeah. But, um, you know, he's been great. But every time his parents come down, they bring his stuff. So, And yeah. one of it is Tim Horton's coffee. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Yeah, um, I've, been, been, so I've been drinking that. That's good. I've been drinking my Cold River coffee. But, yep. um, you know, as far as meals go this week, uh, I had a uh, – the, the Bogey's Barbecue came out with a new menu item. It's called the Shrimp. Another one. It's called the Shrimp Taco. Oh my! That's might uh, be a game changer. I've had I've had a lot of shrimp tacos in a lot of different places. I'm yeah. a big taco guy. I'm a big shrimp guy. So, but this one, um, it's got cabbage in it, chipotle, lime sauce, cilantro, and mm. to put it all together. The aftertaste just has a little bit of a spice. Not nothing that's going to make you sweat, but it's it's really tasty. I know you don't like to sweat, Jack. Yeah, you know me and spicy food. Um, but they give you a little side of corn salad, you know, and they got that that, that grilled corn they have. And I tell you what. Um, for those of, the, of you that haven't tried it, come out to Bogies. Come out to Bogies at the Tap in St. Albans and try that shrimp taco. It's uh, it's definitely worth the trip. Yep. Of course, see, it seems like it's getting warmer, warmer. Sometimes it doesn't seem like that, but you know, overall, it seems like days are getting warmer and longer. So yeah. get out there and eat some ice cream at Crafts of the Coal. There in St. Albans on Main Old Main Street. That's right, and we also have a uh, we have an artist coming in, Adam Parker. He's got a huge following in this area. Um, he does uh, country covers, but also some originals, and really engaging with the crowd. Just the the crowd, just a fun guy to be around. Yep. Um, so come check Adam Parker out on Friday night at the Tap. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a great time. Um, definitely worth the trip to St. Albans for that. 
And we were going to have a special guest today, but he is on vacation. Um, Can't University wait. of Charleston head, so- head men's soccer coach Daniel Smee and his family are in Florida. Seems like everybody's in Florida right now, but uh, on vacation. He was one who got call in. Yeah, I was like, Nah, Daniel, you're coming in. No, we need a we, we need a we, studio we need visit face to face with my right. my friend from the across the pond. Yeah, so he will be in hopefully next Sunday for our next episode. So that'll be enjoyable. He's he's a great guy, and and you know his wife, um, soccer people, right? So it'll be fun to have him in and talk to him. Um, next Sunday, again, University of Charleston men's soccer uh, coach, head coach Daniel Smee, soon to be on the podcast. Uh, but uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that conversation next week. And yep. appreciate everybody this, uh, tuning in today. And Upcoming basketball here at the high school, the girls' regionals, the boys' sectionals start this week. Also, the Mountain East Conference Um Men's and women's basketball tournament up at the West Banco Arena in Wheeling, West Virginia. Get started on Wednesday and one more day of February and then March Madness. It's on. It's a good time. Yep. Looking forward to it. Great time of the year. So, again, we want to thank everybody for tuning in right here inside the Generations Physical Therapy Studio here in Hurricane, West Virginia. You've been listening to the Biscuits, Brews, and Ball podcast. <laughs> <laughs>